Welcome back to Officially Unofficial. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American Johnny Junta, and we're here with a very, very special guest. He is, he was, he is a former Florida Gator and fifth overall selection in the 2018 MLB draft. Is that good? You tell me. And he is ranked number five on MLB.com for the Cincinnati Reds prospects. It is my pleasure to welcome Jonathan India to the Official Unofficial podcast. What is up, Goat Man? How's it doing, brother? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Glad to be on. Thanks for having me, man. So let's go. Let's go into, like I said, the University of Florida. You're the first guest you've ever had from the Florida Gators, a wagon of a baseball team. Wow. Would Would you say Florida is a baseball school or a football school? I don't know, man. I mean, now I think now it's a, it's a, I think it's a baseball school to be honest, man. Back then it was a football school for sure, but you know, every year, man, they're they're number one every year. They're powerhouse. You know, and being a Gator for those three years, like I, I can tell, you know, that all, honestly, all the athletics there, you know, are amazing, you know, but it's, it's, it's a baseball school right now. I think so. But don't quote and, me on that. And little humble brag though. I mean, I wanted to bring up your junior year. You hit 350, which is just literally like unfair numbers. And you had Brady Singer also 12 and three on the bump. Is that good? Whatever. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. You hitting 350. I mean, when you're hitting like that, are you the big dog on campus? Are you walking around like you're the goat? <laughs> because I would be. No, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I was noticed. You know, people knew me, but I didn't think of it like that. I didn't care. You know, I just wanted to win. You know, for our team, it just that's all we really care about. As, as a team, we just wanted to win. We didn't care about our status and who we were. That's why we won in 2017. You know, um, and that was our first national championship in Gator baseball history. So we were just we were a good group of guys, you know, good group of guys, solid people. And we didn't care about much about egos, you know, and that's, you know, that's why we won. And you, like you said, you were noticed around there, but be honest, like when you're walking around campus, are people like looking at you and saying like, that guy's going to go in the first round of 2018. He's a dog. Like you have like people a little bit, a little chatter behind the back there. Oh, of course. I mean, there's guys wearing our freaking jerseys on campus and stuff. It was pretty crazy. Um, they were asking autographs during class. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I'm in class. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was cool. It was a great experience, man. I, I love every minute of it. And where would you rank? Obviously, I'm an off-field podcast. I'd like to talk about getting after it with the boys, having fun, a couple parties. Where would you rank no Florida uh, for party schools in the, U- in the U.S. or we'll just stay in the state of Florida? Is the University Top of Florida notch. one? Top-notch. Top-notch. Oh, dude, it's amazing. It was a great time. Great stories, you know. I really want to say it on air, but great times on uh with the boys over there, man. Wow, Dude, yeah, it's, it's it's up there, it's up there. Obviously, I'm from Toronto, so I like it's it's a little bit different dynamic there with the frats and all the stuff in Florida. Would you just yeah, yeah. do you just get unlimited frat access like to any party you wanted? <laughs> yeah, you're an athlete, <laughs> man. You're an athlete. You can go to any place you want to. You know, even even the the bars. You know, you just walk in. They know who you are, so damn. You just walk in and you're good. What's like the what was Tim Tebow like there? Obviously, you didn't go, you guys didn't like cross paths there, but is he kind of still looked upon as like a legend at the University of Florida? Of course, they have a statue of him next to our football stadium, so it's it's a beast of a big deal. He used to come back a lot though when I was there. He actually came to the baseball field because he that's when he transitioned to baseball, so he would come hit in our cages. And all right, yeah, he was he would always be in the cages using our, our complex, you know, just. Because I think that was his first year actually getting the baseball. So he would come around the field a lot, you know, learn a little bit. And I, I met him once. He's a good guy, good, good person, good, you know, good human, man. Solid, solid guy. But 
didn't really talk to him much. Just said hi, and that was it. Did part of you did part of you watch him in the cage and be like this this isn't it dog like I because honestly I, <laughs> no, you, you, no. I, I mean you had to be be honest you had to, no, you had to be like, I, this isn't good. it he looked, he looked good to me I think he was fine I mean he was a little rusty I mean he probably because he hasn't played in a while but he looked fine he's a big strong guy he, he did what he had to do I mean I don't know how he's doing now I don't know if he's playing still but he looked good when I saw him but you know he's. He, you really can't hate on Tim Tebow, you know. I mean, yeah. it's Tim Tebow. So. Yeah, he was. I mean, when he was in college, he was just an electric factory, just a powerhouse of no, a guy. Yeah, yeah, like he, he was disgusting at football. He was disgusting at the yeah. end of football. But like you said, 2017, you won a college championship. You, you yeah. that team was unfair, by the way. Like literally, the NCAA oh should look into that because that team was insane, <laughs> dude. Like I mean, Brady Singer. Then you had you. There's two first round picks. Whatever is that good? So you, that, I want to talk about Omaha there, man. I mean, how crazy was that to just play in Omaha? win the championship there and just celebrate first time ever at the university of florida yeah dude listen that that well we've been to omaha three times so that whole experience you know winning the first national championship ever for a gator team was it was insane like we were just like mind blown like because we had great teams every year and we just never pulled it off so to be you know on a team that you know didn't really hit well that year as a team but we had the pitching it just it was it was a great feeling man it's like First, I mean, and we played LSU. They had twenty four thousand fans, and we had three thousand as Gators. That was it. <laughs> so it was like us against the world. You know, that was our motto, and we crushed it. We won. So it was. It's. It was amazing. Did you guys get started. after it? Did you guys get after it after you won? Have a cut, a couple pops, because you oh were of age. God. I think. I think you were of age at that time, so you could have just got after no. it, whatever. Yeah. No, we weren't of age. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but uh, we had a little thing in the hotel. We had a. Uh, our coaches running out like the bar up top and, you know, they popped us some champagne. You know, we weren't allowed to drink in front of the, in front of the, the members of the hotel, but we, you know, we went to our rooms and stuff, but we also went to the casino that night. I think so in Omaha. Yeah. Yeah. It was a blur to be honest with you. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's electric, man. Because what are the rings like? Are the rings legit? Are you talking like They're diamond fat. rings, bro? Fat. Yeah. Big rings, big, big rings. You still wear it? You, uh, you wear it? You wear it? No, not at all. I, I put it away, man. I put that. I locked it up in a little safe, and I'm, I'm leaving it alone. Okay, I respect that. I'd wear it wherever I went. Yeah. I say this time and time again. If I went to the bar, I'd wear an IE championship ring wherever I went. I would let people know I won the national championship, oh man. Who got the last out there? Do you remember the last out? Yeah, on my sec- our second baseman made the play. Uh, I forgot who hit it. Someone on LSU. But our second baseman, my actual roommate, made the play. Deacon Lippitt, he actually made a play. Damn. It was, it was, it was crazy, man. Who, what was Brady uh, like? I what talking about. What was Brady like? Because Brady, I've been trying to get Brady Singer on this podcast for maybe five months. <laughs> and I'm not over-exaggerating. Like, I, Nate Pearson's his boy. I told Nate Pearson, I DM'd Nate, or I texted him, and I said, what the hell do I have to do to get Brady Singer on the pod? What's Brady Singer? Uh, what is he like as a I'll dude? What is he like He's as a awesome, guy? Man. He's a Southern boy, just very quiet, you know. Hard nosed player, man. If you if you cross him on the field, oh, he'll let you know. But he's he's a he's a motherfucker on that mound, man. He'll go at it. He'll compete like any other person I know. 
But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a call, man. Let him know that this podcast is awesome. He's an electric dude. He looks like, and honestly, man, Listen, and this man, is just this. He's awesome. The reason why I specifically like him is because I put a couple like during the baseball season, I put on a hundred dollar two teamer in to win like four hundred, <laughs> and he pitched, and they were the underdog, and he carved, and I was like, this is this guy. I need this guy on the bump. He's a legend. Oh, he's awesome, man. He's a good dude. He's quiet, but he goes about his business and he'll do his thing. You know. Okay. Um, I'll hit him up for you. I'll text You're him. You're the goat. I, that's why. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm a I'm a big Jonathan India guy. And and let's go into that. I wanted to just mention that 350 again because that's something that we can never overlook. You hit 350 in one single season. What did the did the baseball look like a beach ball for you there? Like it had to. Oh my god. So I hit. I was hitting 420 until like the last three weeks. Honestly, I was crushing it. Then I kind of fell off. I had like a 27 game hit streak. I had. 22 homers that year it was it was insane that i was hitting that well i was like talking i remember going to sleep at nights and be like this isn't this is unfair like anyone i face right i'm gonna get a hit off you know <laughs> it was insane but the, you know i kind of fell off a little bit at the end you know dropped down 350 but i was better in other aspects of the game at that time so i didn't really think about the average you know and then guys were pitching around me and i was throwing that shit um no, but it was it felt amazing that year. The whole year together was just a good feeling. So I, it's, I always remember that my junior year in Florida, dude. It's just like and and I gotta ask this because when you when you're a dog like you growing up, you commit. You get I mean, you get looked at by the University of Florida, which is something that I kind of like. I said I'm gonna sue every mall in Canada because I used to throw pennies in a wishing well, hoping I'd get drafted, hoping I'd go to a big time school. And I didn't. I went to McCook Community College in Nebraska. I was a bum. I hit below my body weight. So, like I said, there's going to be malls getting – there's going to be some serious lawsuit happening. But anyways, man, when did you kind of realize, like, I'm going to be a first-round draft pick and I'm going to be, like, that dude? Like, I'm going to get the blue check mark. I'm going to be that guy. I don't know, man. I've always been a big dreamer. And I always dream big. That's my motto. And ever since I was – Oh, I started playing baseball. I just always wanted to be at that highest level of the game. And I worked my ass off to be there. And, you know, it worked out. It's working out so far. You know, I'm uh, doing well. Just, you know, I got to get in the big leagues this year and I'm, you know, prove my case and do what I got to do. But I've just been, you know, I've been with that kid since I was four, you know, always dreaming to be a first rounder, to be that pick and get what I want to be. So it's been instilled in me at a young age from my father as well. So I'm blessed. So it just it is, man, because being that first round pick, you don't kind of realize it in the moment. When did you kind of get an opportunity to look back and be like, dude, I just got drafted in the first round, bro. And Rob Manfred yeah. just said my name on MLB on the MLB network. Fifth, fifth overall. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've sat down a, a couple of times with my parents just talked about like what a blessing it, it happened, you know? Like I've dreamed of this, I've thought of it, we've talked about it, and it and it came true. So it, it's it gives me chills still thinking about it and it was three years ago i can't believe that you know I felt like it was yesterday yeah but you know it's, we gotta move on time moves on did you do you think you had did you think you had the best hair in the draft because i'm gonna i'm gonna make a case for you that you definitely <laughs> had the best hair in the draft for sure <laughs> i had flow man you know florida was a little old school I didn't let us have long hair so i had to shave the sides you know i had to put a man bun so i would hide it under my hat i just had the top going damn a little man bun okay I, I i had to make you know flow a little bit 
I respect that. I thought I had some nice hair. I respect that. And speaking about Flo, man, I, I got to bring this guy up. He's one of my best friends. He's with the Braves, Nolan Kingham. You lived with him with Team USA. <laughs> what, 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 was, what, what's, what was it like living with my guy, Nolan Kingham? That kid is awesome, man. Let me tell you. That kid's one of the funniest kids I ever met. <laughs> you know, he'll keep you entertained no matter where you're at, what time of day it is. You know, I don't think the kid sleeps at night. You know, he's always energetic. But he's, a, he's awesome. I actually played against him about, uh, two years ago. And, in double A. So it was good seeing him again. You know, I haven't seen him in a year. So I'll, I'll be seeing him soon, probably. Dude, he's in, like I said, man, I think he's going to be in the show, dude. He's so good. Like, he's got to be. He's, he carves, man. He carves up. You know, he knows how to pitch and he just, he just grinds out hitters, man. He, he's, he's a solid pitcher. Dude, for sure. I think he's going to be in the show this year. Hopefully, man, especially playing with that Braves team. It's going to be a very easy opportunity, very easy time to pitch when you have that lineup yeah. behind you, bro. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, sure. I'm excited to see what he does, man. But besides that, we talked about the first round pick, and I always like to hear this out here. What's the dumbest purchase you made with that signing bonus? Like, what's the stupidest <laughs> shit you bought? Because I got to know. <laughs> what did I buy, man? Or the biggest purchase. Know. Or the biggest purchase. Like, what, what car are you ripping around in right now? Oh, I mean, I'm ripping. I'm, I got a, a a Corvette. I got a Z06 Corvette 2019. Damn. I'm going to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it anymore. It's too small, you know. Gift my freaking golf bag and baseball bag. I can't fit anything in there. So You got to get the it's range. two-seater. I was thinking about range. Or, you know, the, you know, the AMG. Yeah. Okay. Uh, GT63. Damn, I think that's the next car. I respect the hell out of that. You could probably get some. I think in I think when you sell Corvettes, they actually like go up in value. Like when you yeah, sell that kind of collectibles, yeah. collectibles. So you're you're chilling. I might I might I might, I might sell that and get a, an AMG. Damn, we'll see though. Damn, that's big league right there. That's big league pulling up. Yeah, in the that'd, be, AMG. that'd be showtime. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you get to Did you get to meet Amir and and all those guys? Yeah, man, I'm good, I'm good friends with Amir. Yeah, Amir's awesome, man. He's always joking around and he always he's always the life of the locker room. You know, he's like. Always brings life to everyone, uh, making jokes and just. And he's a dog out there, man. He competes. He's gonna so. get paid, bro. I've gotten close with Amir though. I've gotten close with him, so he's a good dude. Dude, that, that that's unreal because usually, like, uh, obviously, he was in the league when you got called up. It's kind of cool to see guys like Amir. Just yeah. it just goes to show how good of a guy he is, bro. He doesn't care like if you were just just drafted or if uh, you're a long time vet. Yeah, he's not about all that vet status. He's not like that. He's very down to earth dude and just like. You know, he's friends with everyone, so yeah, everyone loves him. Yeah, I love AG, bro. What, what, what has your time been like so far in the minors, man? I mean, you've been just – like I said, you're living lavish out Florida. You have the best facilities. You're rocking Jordan brand shit. You're living the dream. You're going to frat parties, yeah. and then you get sent to the minors, obviously, <laughs> and you're on these long-ass bus rides. Hey, it's, it's different. It's different. The minor leagues is a grind. Um, it's – you know, my first – my first – what was my first season in the minor leagues was in – Where's that place at? Some some town in Tennessee that like Chattanooga. No one lives in. No, not Chattanooga. No, not Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Oh my god, I can't even remember it. It was so small, small town. The only place we ate at was in Applebee's. <laughs> oh I'm trying to figure out this name, man. Wait. We stayed in a motel. It was brutal. Wait, are you yeah, sure? I remember Billings. No, that's that's uh. No, it's another one. It's another one. Damn, I... Greenville. Greenville, Greenville, Tennessee. Greenville. Okay, yeah, I just I just found that. Oh yeah. my. God, it was brutal. It, it was a, we had a good facility as it, like where the field was, but where we stayed was disgusting. We stayed in a Motel Six. It was like 
crackheads outside. I'm like, where am I at, man? I just went from University of Florida to this, you know? Dude, it's crazy, man. It's actually insane because, I mean, what, what was your time like there specifically? Were you living with a billet family or were you just out of a, uh, like, you rented no, a place? Living, I was living with, uh, I was in a motel and I was living with Michael Ciani, who was a first year guy. It was the same time as me. And we were just like, dude, we got to get out of here. Like, yeah. this is terrible. <laughs> And I got lucky. I spent two weeks there, and I was in. And I went to uh, Loe. So, but those 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 two weeks were tough there, man. It was bad travel and terrible living condition. But dude, if you think about oh, it, though, bro, you shot up like pretty quick. I mean, you made it to Double A in like a year, like pretty much. You didn't even play yeah, a full yeah. year le- yet. So, does that kind of show to you like the Reds want your ass in the show ASAP? Like yeah, they're just yeah. shooting you up, yeah. bro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was in the alternate side this year, and you know, I did really well and had good reports. And this year, this year should be the year, man. This year, this should be up there. So, um, I'm gonna grind it out and you know, just play my best. I need this from you. I need this from you because since we're boys now, like since you're my guy, when that call up happens, since I'm a Toronto guy. I need you to send me the Drake emoji or the Drake gift saying, let's go when he's on the thing. Just when you get called up, just so I know, or the eye emoji, just send me the eye emoji. And I'm like, all right, Jay India is getting the call to the show. I need you to promise me that I'm breaking the news. I'm the new Kent Rosenthal. Let me see if I remember. Yeah, you gotta text me before. Yeah, I'm just gonna like oh, every yeah. once in a while. I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say like, did it happen How's yet? Yeah, you get a call yet? And let's uh, go into it. Like, I mean, so when you get that call to the show, who's gonna be the yeah. first person you're gonna call? Who's who's gonna get that first call? My family, man, for sure. I gotta call my fam. You know, my dad, my mom, my sis. You gotta let them know. You know that it's been a dream, and they they know they've lived my. They've lived like my life with me, you know. They they put on these travel trips when I'm young with me, so they've taken care of me and so much. So you know they're gonna be the first ones to know for sure. What was your travel team like? I mean, was your travel team stacked? Because obviously, a guy like you probably had like fifty thousand uh, D one offers. So I'm just assuming you were on like some sort of Evo Shield Kane shit. No, I was on a elite squad for a couple of years, and then I went to FTB my senior year of high school. And you know we shredded through teams. They were unbelievable. We had Bobuchet. What? Um, Ryan Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah, we were unbelievable. We had studs on our team. We had a, who else? That's a good looking team, bro. You and Bobuchet. Yeah, no. That's a good looking infield, yeah, big dog. We were, we were up the middle. Yeah, we were up <laughs> the middle. It's crazy. That's a good looking infield, bro. I mean, so what other offers yeah. did you have out of high school? Like what? What other? Like what was your top five? LSU, Ole Miss. Georgia, UM, Florida, and South Carolina. Okay, the Gamecocks. So what? And I gotta ask: when you're like, when it's a big time prospect, like you telling that school, yeah. I'm not gonna be going there. What's kind of the conversation? When like, did you have to like break it down to them, or you just didn't even like, you just cut contact with them? No, you just cut contact. I mean, there's nothing really you can do. You don't really say, hey, "I'm, I'm good." And like sometimes you give them a courtesy call. I, I, gave, I think I gave a couple guys like LSU. I gave them a courtesy call because they're. You know, they're a powerhouse. Damn, there was holes in the drywall when that call was made. I mean, that guy wasn't happy, bro. <laughs> he was no, pissed. No, no, no. No, but I was always a gator. You know, my dad went to Florida. Um, so I always wanted to be a gator. And the tradition there was awesome. So I, you know, it was a dream come true for me. Did you go and on? I committed a- early, man. I, I committed as a freshman, I think, in high school. So you're a 15 year old kid coming to the University of Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was young. I was young. And I was still getting offers, man. I was young. 
Dude, I wouldn't even imagine what it was like for you to walk around the school, bro. I guarantee you these little kids benching like 120 are looking at you like, this guy's a man-child, bro. This guy's going to UF. It was good, man. It was a good feeling at that age, too, you know. And I didn't really think of it. Now that I'm older and I see that back then, it's like, well, I accomplished something pretty big at that age, you know. Not many kids do, so. It was, it was a blessing for me. That's crazy, bro. Then out of high school, you got drafted, I think, in the 25th round, right? Yeah, is, that, is that correct? Yeah, I did, yeah. So I had uh, I had calls in the first round. But uh, things didn't work out in my favor at that time. I think it was just, you know, God's plan at that point. Um, but I had a chance, and you know, go pretty high in the draft. And, you know, we had miscommunications with teams. And, you know, it just you know, worked out that I was going to Florida. But yeah. um, it was crazy. It was a crazy time right there my senior year. Because I had chances, but, you know, it worked out a lot. I'll say it worked out because, and I obviously, (laughs) and speaking to like a testament of it, man, I mean, to get an opportunity to go to the University of Florida, man, it's just like, why would you pass up that opportunity? Like, first of all, you get to live your life as kind of a college athlete and pretty much like you can wheel any female at the school. Like you're that guy, you're a good looking baseball player, humble brag for you. So like, do, (laughs) do, do you like... Do you recommend that, though, to people that are kind of getting looked at in the first round but have an opportunity to go to, like, a powerhouse SEC school for baseball? I mean, yeah, I always tell them, like, listen, man, like, like I, my, like our coach would tell us to call some guys, like, if some guy's way in the draft. So I'll give, like, one one for one example. This, I was talking to a friend's name, Corey Acton. Corey Acton's at Florida right now, and he made a good decision to go there. Um, he was way in the draft his senior, and I call him saying, listen, man, like, you're gonna be a legend on this campus if you come here. If you just ball out and you know, you know, you just grind it out, grind school out. School's hard, but you know, you it's worth the worth the you know three years here. You know, you learn a lot as a player and as a person, and you mature a lot. You know, in college, and you learn how to be on your own. So I just give him that spiel, and you know, he worked out for him. He's at Florida right now, grinding. Damn, and it, honestly, it increases your draft stock too, and it kind of minimizes lot, the man. time you spend in like low A in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it minimizes a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot of guys think it like takes away from you know the development, but you're developing in college. You know, it's the way better. Yeah, I think so. Who was who was the best pitcher you faced in college? Brady Singer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, probably Casey Mize, man. Casey okay. Mize was a tough. He was always good. He was, you know, he was the number one pick in my year's draft. He was, he was solid. He, he had like seven pitches, so it was impossible to tell what he was throwing. Um, but I think he was the top, top gun there. I don't know. There's a bunch of guys. You know, SEC pitching, I think, is the best in college baseball. Hundred percent, without, without a doubt. Hundred percent. You're facing big league arms at that age. You know, 20, 21 years old. Dude. You know, so. So what? So, it was, it was so, good. so let's say this. Let's say I'm making a Jonathan India video, a movie, and I want right. one game from the University of Florida. Your whole career. What was your big dog? I'm putting my balls on the table. Game like a four for four, <laughs> two nukes game. What's that game for you? Uh, I had a lot of those. To be honest with you. Let's see. I had FS we, well, FSU games were always heated because it was a rivalry. But I had two homers against FSU. I was two for two. Two homers, four walks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Vaughn yeah. stat line, bro. That's a yeah, very yeah, Vaughn stat line, dude. Well, I had I had a homer against Casey Mize. That was a big one. It was in it was worse. Tons of scouts were there. First at bat, I was SC Player of the Year. He was the I don't know what he was. He was something. Your pitcher of the year, maybe. Yeah. 
and it was a big matchup. I had a home run off him. Damn. Now, but I don't know. Those, those, are, those are games. I had actually a bomb off Texas, off Nolan's team. <laughs> In the World Series. Okay. Now, you guys actually beat them pretty bad, I think. I think you guys beat Texas pretty bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like 7-2, 7-1 yeah. or something like that. Dude, it's still crazy that they even made it there because te- having Texas in the College World Series is electric, especially, like, just the color matchup. I'm not even talking about the, like, just seeing the Texas colors and the Florida colors. Yeah. It's just an electric color. It was sick. It was sick. It was sick. It was a good time. Good, a lot of history in that game. So, it was pretty cool to, to you know, face them and play them. Dude, so when you were playing, like, obviously, I, I was never a high pr- prospect. I just – I would see it with Josh Naylor and all that kind of stuff. But when you were right. playing, would you see – would you recognize that there was just a shit ton of scouts behind home plate every at-bat writing shit down oh, about yeah, you? Man. It, was, it was insane. We had about 50 to 100 every game. No, a big series, like, for big series, like, big matchups. Um, like, SEC series weekends on our field, oof, there's a lot of them. Because we had Singer, Jackson Carr, who's also a first-rounder. <laughs> and then me. Team, so we had, a, we had so many draft prospects on that team. It was unbelievable. Do you, so th- it was, it was a- Do you think that team could compete in, like, a like a high A? Like, Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. Really? You think you guys could, we like, like – We had, like, 10 draft picks. Damn. You know, yeah, that year. That 2018, we had eight or eight or nine, I think, draft picks. If I can remember. That's crazy, bro. And and, and yeah, three. Yeah. And I'm a big college football guy, so I gotta get this out of you. I need you to give me a walkthrough of a day of tailgating on a Saturday. Florida University. We're <laughs> talking about the night game. I need you to go through a step by step process. What happens after you wake up? You got the day off from baseball. Just to put that on the record, there's no baseball this yeah, day. Yeah. You got the day. There's off. no baseball. Yeah, yeah there's no. no baseball. I need the step by step. Give me some chills here. <laughs> Well, all right. So Saturday we wake up. It's a night game. You know, we'll wake up around you know, 9 a.m. to 10. Usually we'll go get something to eat, you know, get our bodies prepared, <laughs> drink a gallon of water. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then we'll go hit the frat, frat row. That's where we start. Frat row. We lived right next to frat row. So all the boys will huddle up, get the frat row, just hit the frats. Boom, boom. That One after another. And then we had to we had to go, sometimes we never went to the games. To be honest, with you. we just go straight to the bars. Yeah, because I the games were, were packed, man. You know, we just sit next to a bunch of drunk people, and it's like, I don't want to be next year right now. And plus, our seats weren't great. We get like nosebleed seats, so we just go straight to you know, it's a bar called Fat Daddy's. Legendary, legendary times there. Um, they let us in, and we just watch the game on TV there, and. You know, half the school is there too, anyway. So it was a great time. Yeah. And we spend, we get there probably games at seven. We probably get there at five and just stay there at 2 a.m. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was a great time, man. Dude, I'm, and we just walk on. We walked, and the thing was about Florida, it was so nice. The bars were right across from our campus. So we just walked everywhere. Damn. So we were safe and we were having a great time. Damn, bro. That's, I mean, I, that's what we kind of miss here in Canada, bro. Like no one gives a shit about the athletics here. And I, I'm a big university (laughs) of Michigan guy. So I would, I I always go to university of Michigan and watch games there. And it just makes me wish I was like smart or athletic because I would easily (laughs) go to like one of these nasty schools. I mean, did you kind of realize like how lucky you kind of were to have that opportunity to go to a massive, massive D one and live the dream, probably not pay a cent for school. It's like, it's the dream. Yeah, man. Oh, dude, I, I'm blessed to this day, you know. I, I I never, you know, I always look back on that and be like, listen, like, 
I'm grateful that for the opportunity and like not many kids get that opportunity. So, you know, that, that goes unsaid, man. I'm just, I still think of it. So yeah, you're right. You're right. For sure. Dude. Yeah. You could be in Canada, bro. Going to like some weird ass school yeah, with like two people, two people at the games. You're not a snow guy, by the way. Never seen snow. Are you serious? <laughs> I've seen it on the ground. Listen, I've seen it on the ground, like flurries and, but I've never been, I've never been skiing, never been snowboarding, never like, seen like big time snow so you have no idea what it's like to kind of drive in the snow and like when there's oh, ice and no, shit no you would be out no to lunch clue. you would be out to I've lunch done, I, i've actually been in in cincinnati it was kind of snowing one time but it was not it was nothing crazy that's i it. gotta ask you about this reds prospect that's obviously he's pretty like in high regard like a big name he looks like he's 35 years old and i don't know if you could back <laughs> me up on this tyler stevenson is he a man child bro like this guy looks like he benches 550 squats 850 and he's just a freak he looks like the rock he's a big he's a big dude bro he's like six three six four i think yeah yeah he's like six three he's just just built you know he's an awesome hitter oh my god he's not just a power he can hit you know and he's a an unbelievable catcher so and he had a good year this year in the bigs you know they, they didn't use him much but he when he when they used him he did well what, what what number are you gonna be when you make it to the show? I need like because obviously you're number eighty five at the alternate site, and I'm like, bro, that number's yeah. not gonna play. That number's yeah, not gonna. Yeah, no, no chance, no chance. What are you thinking? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I gotta see what's available next this year in spring training. I'll check it out though. I mean, I want I want a low number, of course, but you know, I'm not really you know too big on the numbers right now you know gotta get me you know a solidified spot in the show yeah no for gotta sure get, and i'm gonna get that text you know? i'm gonna get the text when you get the call yeah. obviously so i'm gonna be I'll just send, i'll, send I'll order the jersey i actually honestly cincinnati's like seven hours away when you make your debut i might really? just road trip bro i might just be i might be the first one there i might be i might try to get like really? guest access or some shit That'd be sick. i'll be That'd dialed be in i'll just be hanging out with the boys winker amir garrett and you no we'll, just, we'll just be we'll no just be doubt. chopping it up bro but and what, what's your pregame routine, man? Because obviously you're a guy of, like, high intensity. You like to wear your heart in your sleeve when you're playing. Are yeah. you listening to the Six God pregame or just rock? What's going on here? No, I'm going hardcore rap, busting out the rap, like Kodak Black. I'm from Broward County. Okay. So I rep Kodak Black so I die. <laughs> and I rep, you know, I rep them hard, bro. So I'll, I'll rap. I'll listen to Kodak. I'll listen to some, you know, Young Jeezy, get me hyped. You know, put some Drake on, but Drake's a little too soft sometimes for me. But I love Drake, bro. I love him. Yeah, he's a six. But I don't know before games. I don't know about before games. I need some hardcore rap though. Going. You, you do. Know. You do smelling salts. You a smelling salt guy? Oh yeah, big time, big time. That, that's why you're my guy. Like that's just the most electric big shit time. ever. Smelling salts. I'm honestly, you, you, you'll be honest with you. I've actually bought the smelling salts and smelled it so hard one time I threw up. <laughs> It was bad, and my teammates were like, "What is what is going on?" <laughs> yeah, I started getting a little dizzy, and I'm like, "Yo, I gotta take it back a little bit." Dude, here. <laughs> that's electric, man. That's electric. Yeah, it was bad, dude. I couldn't even imagine yeah. just your teammates looking at you like this guy's fucked. Like this guy's guy insane, is bro. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, man, you, you wear your you wear your heart in your sleeve and shit, man. Have you gotten any close to altercations on the field? Because I like I said, it's just you're an electric dude. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, I, I like, I like, I don't like talking shit, but I like to like, you know, get after it. And you know, be, I'm a competitor, man, and I want to win no matter what. Who it is on the field, I don't care who you are. Um, so yeah, I've had some run-ins with people just like in college for sure. Nothing crazy in the in the minors because in the minors, you know, it's everyone. 
it's hard because not many guys are playing for the team, you know? Yeah. A lot of guys are playing for themselves and trying to get to the show. But in college, for sure, our team was a bunch of gritty guys at Florida. So we would get into so some run-ins, a lot of SEC matchups. We would be, you know, yelling from the dugout, talking shit to each other. Um, oh, man. Yeah. But college was fun with that stuff. Give me an example. Like, give me a clip here that makes me want to run through a brick wall of a little altercation <laughs> you had with someone. Because I need to know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We had – what we had? We were playing – I think it was Auburn my sophomore year. Um. Oh, no, Ole Miss. I think it was Ole Miss. One of the guys was chirping at us, and I'm like, What's, what are you chirping? We're beating you by it's like 7-0 right now. Like, <laughs> he's chirping. I hit a home run or something. It was 7-1. He's chirping around the bases. And I remember pointing out the dugout. I don't know. I was like, who, who do you think you are? Like, yelling from third base. I'm like, it's 7-1, but like, shut, like uh, I forgot what I was saying, man. It's a, but I was getting after it. And Brady Singer was hopping in. And then our whole team was jumping in, like just yelling. We were walking up to their dugout, but they had to stop the game because, like, they thought they didn't want any, the benches to clear. So they no stopped one, the they game. Get, yeah, they stopped the game because it was getting heated. That's a, it, and then we had a run in at the end of the game. One of our guys slid into the catcher and he took it the very, like, and we, the guy was blocked the plate. And we, we cleared benches again. And <laughs> I remember I, I was, I didn't, they didn't let me out of the dugout because they didn't want me to get kicked out. So I, I couldn't even get out of the dugout. My trainer was holding me back. I'm like, Damn. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But we had another one with LSU, and it was always tough matchups. Oh, uh, dude, that, Auburn. Dude, yeah, I, I love was, that shit, bro. And I, that's why I love. I mean, college base. I mean, the minor leagues is electric, but you're not having run-ins and shit in the minor leagues because everyone's kind of there, no, pretty much for themselves. No, you don't get that stuff in the Mars. You, yeah. you kind of missed that element of the of the game. Oh man, that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing about the game, man. You play as a team, and you win as a team. You know, and that's that's how teams make it so far. You know, you don't care about yourself. Damn, uh, you, you're an unselfish player. And, you know, you just grind it out with the boys. And that's what I love. But you know, the Reds have that, man. The Reds have that. There, there are a lot of unselfish guys that that, you know, play to win rather than play for themselves in their contracts. Who's one guy? Yeah, you know, that's why I love it. Wait, huh? yeah, finish what you're saying. I'll, I'll ask the question later. What were you saying? Yeah, no, I, I was just saying, like, I love – that's what I love about the Reds and that organization. You know, they're a bunch of good group. It's a good group, man. They, no one cares about the money, you know. They just love to win. You know, and there hasn't been many winning seasons in that, in that city. So – and that city has the best fan base in sports, to no doubt. That fan base is unbelievable. So yeah, you see it with the Browns. We'll see. You see it with the Browns, man. Even yeah, yeah, suck. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, a great city, man. Great city. That yeah, you see it with the Browns and all that. But who's one guy you're kind of the most excited to to play with when you get to that show? When you get to play with the Reds? One guy. I mean, they're all of them are man. You know, Votto's a great dude. Uh, he's a legend, a Hall of Famer. And I've talked to him a bunch. You know, I've been a big league spring training the past two years, so. He's he's helped me a lot with my game mentality wise. Um, Moustakis, you know Moose. I I play, I play with uh, Call of Duty with Moose. <laughs> Moustakis is actually a legend, man. Dude, he's the he's joke, bro. great dude. Do you kind of keep in ta- contact with these guys still? Like Jay Votto, is he like yeah, hitting, giving you hitting tips and well, shit? No, Votto, no. I, I don't have his number or anything, but you know he does his own training. You know he's he's he's. I think he travels a lot. Honestly, I think he does like a lot of different training every year. I think he explores different areas of training now. Damn. I don't know where he works out, but 
don't think he goes back to Canada. No, he doesn't. I don't think like he he he's from like twenty minutes away from me. And I like I haven't oh, heard nice, the, I, I haven't heard that guy's name in like years in Canada. Like he yeah, he's I never really he just here. Travels. Yeah. So, but no, Moose he lives. Moose, I keep in t- contact with him a lot. I, you know, play with him on Warzone and stuff. But Castellanos is one that lives right next to me back here in Florida. He's so awesome. I've hit with him a couple times. You know, he's awesome. And he he's an awesome player, man. He's got a mentality of a of a dog. You know, he's simple minded and he knows what he does and he believes in what he does. So that's why he's so good. That Reds. Team. I like I like I like talking to him man, about about baseball. That Reds team is so fucked. Like you guys have so many dogs, bro. I mean, like Sonny yeah. Gray, Luis Castillo, and then he's obviously awesome. last year you had you had I mean Trevor Bauer, Cy Young winner. You got yeah, Amir Garrett out of the bullpen. You got Jesse Winker, our guy, Castellanos, yep. Votto, Mustakis. What a stacked roster, dude. Yeah, like, man. We we got we got the team to do it, man. It's just we're all new to each other, so we just gotta. You know, I'm feeling this year's gonna be a great, great year because we played one year with that team, and you know we made it to the playoffs, and we came up short. But you now that was just the beginning of that team. You yeah. Know? So I feel like this year is gonna be pretty sick. Oh, it's gonna have a good, good season. You guys are gonna be dogs this year. I can't even wait for it. But I, I'm obviously seeing, no, no. I'm seeing the, sh- the shirt you're wearing. You're a big Nike guy and all that. Yeah, man. Uh, are you? Yeah, man. Do you collect shoes? Are you a shoe guy? Yeah, I love shoes. I love shoes. I got a lot of pairs of shoes. Okay. Uh, big Air, Air Jordan ones. Um, what else? Yeah, I, I, love, I have a lot of ones, but I, I actually I'm in, I'm into like designer shoes. You know, shout out to John Geiger. John Geiger has one of the coolest brand of shoes I've ever put on. You know, John. you gotta check him out on Instagram. He's he's from LA. Or, I think he's a Pittsburgh guy, right? He was a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, Pittsburgh. That's what he is, dude. I, he has shoes that look like Air Force Ones, right? And they have like yeah, his man. design. They're gross. They're sick. Yeah, I got I got like four or five pairs of those that are sick. Oh yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking. Big about. Nike guy. I had I had a colossal fuck up actually last week. Here's a little story time. So I I was I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to become a shoe guy. Uh, nice. Yeah, because uh, I, whatever. I started to become a shoe guy. So I ordered Jordan Eleven Low Concords. And nice. I'm looking at the receipt and I spent 310 on this shit. And I'm looking at the receipt <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at the size and it says size 11 Y. I'm like, motherfucker. So I'm looking at this shoe and I'm, I got 11 youth Jordan 11s and they're in, in, insanely overpriced, dude. Like dude, what? Insanely overpriced. Like, so I talked to this guy, Warren, he's like, he kind of gives the shoe. Like he's like a shoe guy in major league baseball. Like he sent, yeah. sends the shoes and stuff and i was like be honest here shoot me straight so i got 11 youth shoes for 310 bucks like they're 11 youth and i actually have yeah. them here they're like the size of my fist and he's like i was like <laughs> i bought them for 310 i was like just shoot me straight bro what am i am i screwed here he's like he tried to be nice but he's like dude you're you're fucked like you're never you're gonna be able to sell those damn bro it was about youth? dude i'm not lying but I'm not lying. They're like the smallest shoes. Like they won't. You can't even fit a water bottle in them, bro. Like they're that small, dude. It's a big. It's a massive fuck up. So what's your shoe? Like what shoe are you rocking on the field? Oh, dude, I'm 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 Nike athlete, so I have to rock Nike. But hey, when I get to the show, man, I'm I want I want to go Jordan, man. I respect that. I want to try to go Jordan. I respect. But I don't know that. if this is gonna work. We gotta see. We gotta see. I have to rock Nike though. That's what I gotta rock. And when you're a first round draft pick and you got and you get like you report to your minor league team, what's the fan reaction like? Are you getting like a shit ton of fans asking you for autographs? Like, take a picture yeah, with my man. newborn yeah. and you get a lot of fan, dude. What I gotta hear something crazy. My, my what 2019, 
I had a guy come up to me in Daytona and make me sign. He had a Gator logo on his leg tattoo. He made me sign under it, like my signature, and he got it tatted the next day. Not show. On his leg. Not <laughs> show. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, I was like, are you serious? You want my signature on your leg tattooed? And he got it. That I mean, so that's, that's loyalty. That was crazy, man. That's crazy. Dude, that's that's insane. So when you're playing, are you do are you like uh, autographing for the card hawks and shit? Like all the guys with like 80 cards of you? Because I hate those dudes. No, no, no. I hate those dudes. I'm not into that. I, I when I'm when I'm in game mode, man, when I'm on the field, I'm not really paying attention. Oh, I mean, you know, before the game, there's a, there's a time period. Where I'll go and sign some autographs. After the game, I'll sign. But if it's you know, you know, ten. Some guys were trying to get autographs like ten minutes before the game. I'm like, listen, I'm not coming over to the to the, the side of the field to sign your, your card right now, man. Like, yeah, I don't like it. You know, I'm in the game mode. I want to I want to compete right now. I'm not, you know, gonna socialize with people. You were superstitious, dude. No, nah, not really, not really. Nah. Uh, I I used to be big time, but kind of cut that out. And I just do my own thing. Listen, music is a big thing. I need I need music before games. And I'm just, you know, relaxed. I respect that. I was a big superstitious guy, which is probably why I was yeah. garbage. Like, literally, because <laughs> when you're superstitious, bro, and maybe you can actually attest to this. Did, do you play with guys that are dogs on the field that are, like, crazy superstitious? Like, that you they have to do yeah, every no, single no. thing? Guys that, yeah, there's guys that had each a Chipotle before every game. That was, like, their ritual. There was guys that had, like, you know, put a dip in and take a shit at the same time like, <laughs> for hours on the toilet. I'm like, what, what, what are we doing here, man? You're sitting in the fucking toilet. That's, a, that's unbelievable. I mean, not yeah, and, no, and you're and honestly, what I I do this thing on the podcast where I do hammer from hell when I see a baseball player on the field have a, have a dip in his mouth. And honestly, and yeah. if you're looking at me from a prospect scale, I would say you're coming up there. I mean, I saw a picture of you. I think <laughs> at third base, you have an absolute hammer yeah. in your lower deck. I put some, I put some and I was yeah, looking I, at I, it, and I'm like, this yeah. guy's a candidate for the future hammer from hell. I mean, you look great. Dude, you're up there with Jose Abreu, bro. Dude, I've had some hammers in man. But I, you know, I don't dip during the off season. I try to stay away from it. And it's kind of cool. Like I can actually quit dip whenever I want. Damn. You know, so it's, so it's a good, like when I get to back to baseball, you never know. Like I'll probably go a month without it. And then I'll put one in, you know, one day, but uh, in the off season, I don't dip at all. You know, it's only during the season. If I do, you know, it just depends now. How do you not do it on the golf course, bro? That's like the Nothing. best place. I, listen, I know, trust me. I've done it before on a golf course and I quit. I can quit whenever I want. It's crazy. Damn. I don't know. I have that that power to do it. I'm just pretty blessed to be able to do that. <laughs> Some guys can't quit. You know, it sucks. Like, are you one of those freak athletes where you're not, like, you're going to shoot, like, 70s and 80s on the golf course? <laughs> I ain't that good. Trust. I mean, I'm, I'm decent, but I ain't shooting. I mean, I'll shoot in the 80s. I'll shoot in the 80s. Okay. I mean, because you, you grew I, up in Florida, bro. I mean, you have access to golf. Yeah. Like, here, I can only golf four months out of the year. Like, four or five months yeah, out of the year. Yeah, but I was never big in the golf until, you know, two years, two years ago. I never really got into it. You know, I, didn't, I thought it was always like, I always felt golf would fuck up my swing. Yeah, my baseball swing. same, same. But it, it, it doesn't. That's a fucking yeah, myth. That's a myth for sure because it's like two completely different so, emotions. It's like yeah, no. It's, but a couple more yeah. things, a couple more things here for sure. I just wanted to bring up your fielding because you're obviously like you're very good in the field. Would you say right. that's something that you kind of, you kind of have the most pa- like you're more confident in your fielding compared to your hitting, or is it kind of the same thing? Or do you pride yourself in fielding uh, more? I don't know, man. I've always been, 
I pride myself on failing a lot because that's, you know, that's always what my dad is telling me as a young age. Like, you know, they'll find a spot if you can play defense, man, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of guys say they'll find a spot if you can hit. And I, I don't think so, man. I think defense is big in this game now, you know? I mean, hitting is too, but if you can't defend, you, you, you're you not going to play. You're not, you're not going to play anything. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm good in both. I don't know. I don't really pick one over the other now. I used to love hitting more, but I just, you know, I just, I think I'm solid in both now. You know, I just stay, I don't pick one or the other. Yeah. Cause I mean, you hit nukes though. Like, I mean, you, you mashed the ball. So what would you say is kind of the biggest nuke that you've ever hit in your career? Like give us the setting, like a ball where you pimped it to the moon. Like your bat hasn't landed yet. Oh my God. Pimped it to the moon. <sighs> Probably. Probably in regional finals, the night I got drafted. Listen to this. So I got drafted, and I was playing a regional final game against FAU at, at Florida. So that inning before – it was the inning, yeah. So it was the fifth inning. They stopped the game. I got drafted fifth overall, and they put on the scoreboard, and fans stood up clapping, blah, blah, blah. Game resumes. Next inning, I come up and hit an absolute tank. You can probably find it online. It was – the farthest ball I hit in my life. And you can probably find it. It's Florida versus FAU regional final game, I'll 2018. Post I'll post it on the Twitter account. I'll get it popping. That's electric. <laughs> you can probably find it. That's electric. And it was a bomb. It was a bomb. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably the farthest ball I've hit in my life. Damn, man. That's, I mean, that's just electric. I couldn't even imagine doing It was that. cool because I got drafted. I got drafted that night, so it was like – just the thing on cherry on cherry on top. So how do you find out though? I mean, was your agent at the game or you're like, you did some, obviously they announced on the scoreboard, but ob- you have to have those talks with well, the teams and shit, right? Well, yeah, I knew. So before the day, you know, the week leading up to the draft, I kind of knew I was going, you know, top 10 picks. Cause they you know, projected, you know, all this draft mock draft come out. And my agent was telling me that you know, most of the teams in the top 10 are going to pick you. So th- I didn't really care where I went. I just knew I was going to get drafted. So, and then I didn't think I was going to, to the Reds. I never, you know, never talked to the Reds. Um, I thought I was going number six to the New York Mets because they talked to me the most. Um, but the Reds picked me at five, and it was the craziest thing. And I just remember my dad standing up in the stands at the game, you know, just putting a five up on his hand. I'm like, I'm like mid-game, I'm not really looking at him, but I thought, <laughs> like, Holy shit! I guess I, you know, went first round, whatever. But yeah, and then they they paused the game, announced it. And it, was, it was a good feeling, man. Damn, bro, cool. that's a big dick moment, though. Like that, could you imagine pausing yeah. a regional game to announce that that, that a it guy on the sick, team got man. drafted? Like that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. That's I mean, that's like had to be one of like the best moments ever, bro. Like they paused the game, the Florida stadium's packed, and you just get a standing O, like tip your cap, shit. Yeah, man. It was it was a good feeling. Great feeling. That's insane. I always remember it. That's insane, bro. So this is the last thing I wanted to bring up here, and I always kind of, I always look into it here. I always like to kind of get the goals going, and then I'll tweet it or whatever when it when you hit it. What's your kind of goal right. going into this year? Like, obviously, it's going to be a weird year. There's not going to be fans, I don't think, at the games. Maybe right, a little I don't, bit, I don't, I don't maybe a little bit in Cincinnati. No one knows what's happening with minor league baseball. So what's kind of the goal right. you have going into the next year? Yeah. So this year, man, I just, I just want to, I want to have a solid spring training. You know prove my case of who I am as a player and show that I'm ready. You know, I want to break with the team and, you know, just you know, contribute to the winning. You know, I want to win. And 
want I want to show you know everyone that and the, the Reds that I'm here for the team, not for myself. I, I and I bring a lot to the table. You know, as a player, I bring energy. You know, I bring a lot of energy to, to the team, and you know, just I want to be a player every day. And you know, I'm not really big into individual goals because like, you know, I feel like I'll reach them. You know, I don't really put them out there. I put keep those to myself. But I just want to break with the team and contribute to winning. You know, and that's my that's my thing, man. Are we keeping the hair though next year? Are you are you gonna go longer? You going longer? I'm going longer. I'm going that shit out. That's a luck. You gotta go. You got. You gotta go. Uh, you gotta go like a little bit of a mullet action, bro. Like get the sides trimmed a nah, little bit. I can't do mullet, man. I'm from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't do mullet, I would just say, man, it look so electric. It, that's like it would oh, look it, insane. Right. It would be sick, but. My friends back home, but like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Like, what's going on? Here? Yeah, I, yeah, you'd get chirped for sure. But anyways, though, man, it was a pleasure to have you on. You're an electric dude. Like, the Reds fans are should oh, yeah. be excited to see you play in Cincinnati soon, bro. You're my guy now. Like I said, anyone comes out, you they're okay. dead. And it's just, it was my <laughs> pleasure to have on future Cincinnati Red, Jonathan <laughs> India, man. Thank, thank you, you for doing this, brother. I appreciate it. No problem, bro. Thank you. Warzone, let's get it. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you.